Lori here, and welcome to the Awakening Moments podcast. Grab a cup of tea and let's spend some time together. My co-host Rhonda and I are ordained ministers working together at Life Center Church. We are leaders, wives, moms, and longtime friends. In this podcast, we hope to share some meaningful moments from our lives, everything from lessons we've learned the hard way or how to rise up in the midst of obstacles and insecurities. We will encourage you to take risks and remind you that you are deeply loved and completely worthy. Let's awaken life's most amazing moments together. This podcast is one of our main sessions from Heart Conference 2019 called Awaken Sufficiency. Pastor Rhonda Corto talks about how you are part of a critical story, the story of God written through you. You are the leading lady of your life. So let God awaken sufficiency in you as you take hold of the script that God is writing for your life. Oh, Grace, how do I even follow that? Wasn't that amazing? Oh, those words are just soaking into me. Did you feel those words go into your spirit? Who you are called to be. And I love that Grace sang that song because that is a song, when I was preparing this message, I could not get out of my mind. Now, I love The Greatest Showman. I love that. I heard that. Woo. I love that musical, but just the words of those songs is so, so powerful, and we lay hold of that. For I believe this weekend that God is restoring and renewing and healing us. Whether we feel that at this moment or not, God is doing something supernatural in you, and it's an impartation that is happening. And sometimes you don't realize it in the moment. It's in the weeks to come that we start to see change. We start to feel different. And I really believe you're going to look back, some of you, at this weekend's and say, this, that weekend changed my life. So, <laughs> I love your faith and your energy this morning. Oh, it's pumping me up. I just love it. It's going to be a pivotal time. It's a pivotal time what God is doing. And I believe that God is imparting in us today. The message I have today is that you are part of a story. And that story is a script that God has written for you. And that script is a story of your life. For I believe that God wants you to realize that your story is critical. It's his story working in and through your life. And he has planned this. This is not the script that the enemy has given you. Some of you have taken that script. This is not the script that perhaps you have wrote alone, rewriting the words, rewriting the lines, and it's completely altered where you were meant to go, where God's script was supposed to take you. It's also not the script perhaps you've picked up from the ground. You've picked up someone else's script, trying to be like them, trying to memorize their parts, trying to act like them, trying to be what culture defines you to be, trying too hard not feeling enough, not feeling worthy, and being the understudy. There is no understudy part for you. There is no understudy part written for you women. God did not make you to not make the cut, to not be good enough, to not be qualified, to not be worthy, to be in the shadows. God never 
intended for you to live in the shadows. No thoughtless part was written for you, for you have the lead. You are the leading lady of your life. I want you to say that. I am the leading lady of my life. I believe prophetically that this is God's heart for you today. And I'm going to use this, the words of the song that Grace sang, This Is Me. And I rewrote a few of them to just speak them out as God's speaking this over you. So if you would receive this today, it would just be a real gift in your life. And it says, for you are not a stranger to the dark. Hide away, the enemy says, for the world does not want your broken parts. You have learned to be ashamed of all your scars. Run away, the enemy says, for no one will love you as you are. But God, I, when I say I, I mean God, he's saying, but I won't let them break you down to dust. I know there's a place for us, for my spirit in you is glorious. For when the sharpest words are going to cut you down, I'm going to send a flood and I'm going to drown them out. You are brave, even though you are bruised. You are who you're meant to be. Declare, this is me. <laughs> for look out, enemy, because here you come. And you're marching to the beat, I drum, for you're not scared to be seen. Make no apologies. Declare, this is me. There are now moments recorded for us to step into. And I believe that there are now moments that some of you right now are deciding at this time and place to step into. For God is bringing a profound revelation and is awakening something very deep within you. And all you need to do is seize it. All you need to do is seize it. We make things very complicated, but it's about choice and saying, God, I'm going to choose to seize what you are awakening in my life. I love this scripture in Psalm 139. I love this chapter. It talks about being formed and how God has known us since we were born. And I'm going to pull out the verse of 16. It says, you saw me before I was even born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. Every day was recorded. Every moment laid out. God wrote a script for you. Yes, you. A leading lady part. And he wrote this part only for you, with you in mind, with intention. But the enemy has a script as we know. And perhaps right now, you are, this is your now moment where you are realizing you are holding the wrong script. And you know it deep in your heart that God is not the director of your life. And I want to say that can change right now. All you need to do with a cry from your heart is to say, God, I am throwing down this script. And in exchange, I am receiving your script for my life. And I want you to have your way and to move in and through my life, your purpose, your plan, your story in my life. I lay hold of that script and I surrender. And if that's you today, may that heart cry come from your heart. Because that's God's intent for you. That's what he wants for you. You may say, how do I seize the now moments? How do I become the leading lady? Well, we start by stepping into the spotlight of God's presence. And we step into the spotlight. It's not always easy because when we're in the light, things come to light. 
But God brings those things to light because he wants to heal and restore and use every piece of our brokenness and our scars for his glory. He doesn't bring us into the light and illuminate things in our lives to destroy us, to harm us. He brings them into the light to move us closer to his heart so we can be free. We can really be free because sometimes we lie to ourselves that we're free. And we go into the light, it's uncomfortable and it's painful and it's easy to step back into the shadows. But women, seizing the now moments is stepping into the spotlight of God. Because it is selfish for us not to step into the spotlight of God's presence. And the reason why is because we are saying to God, I know better. I'm going to stay back here. God wants to use your life, not just for you, but to make a difference. And it's usually our pride and our hurt and our pain and our fear that keeps us in the shadows. But God has people in mind that are going to be touched he has a plan to use you to make a difference in the world around you. So women, step into the spotlight. You are made with intention and precision. There are moments laid out for you. And God wants to see you move into those moments. I just love the women of the Bible. I know we're biased here because they're women. But I love the women. They're, I'm like, yes, go girls. I love it. And so I'm going to just share a few of the women in the Bible that were leading ladies. And, you know, these women did not realize that centuries later we'd be, re we'd be reading their stories and talking about them in sermons, writing songs, stories, articles. They had no idea. But they chose to step into the spotlight of God's presence. They chose to seize those now moments and became leading ladies. So I'm just going to read a few of them over you. Deborah. A powerful leader rises to be a leading lady as the only female judge recorded in the Bible as she steps into the place of influence, wisdom, and authority, and even goes to battle. Deborah stepped in. Jochebed steps in to be a leading lady as a mother as she gives birth to three powerful leaders in Miriam, Aaron, and Moses. She raises Miriam and Aaron and through traumatic circumstances, with courage, saves this, her son's life, Moses. Her bravery is an inspiration because without her, we wouldn't have Moses, who ends up moving forward as a leader to set Israel free from captivity in Egypt. Esther was an orphan Jew taken by her uncle, recruited by the courts to be in a glorified beauty pageant to be the next queen. And when Esther becomes queen, the Jews are threatened. And she steps into the leading role in this defining moment to approach the king, risking her own life. They win the battle. Her people are spared because Esther stepped in. Ruth, as a widow, becomes a leading lady as she follows her mother-in-law into a country she doesn't know, believing in faith that there is a future for her. Ruth then meets Boaz, marries him, and from their genealogy comes Jesus. Wow. Faith and obedience. Mary becomes a leading lady when an angel appears to a young, unmarried virgin to carry the very Son of God in her womb. She was humble and she was ordinary. And God used her in the most profound and supernatural way in the entire Bible. Mary stepped in. There's Anna. She becomes a leading lady as she devotes herself to prayer and prophecy in the temple. She becomes the one to declare who Jesus is when he is brought to be dedicated. 
as a baby, she saw with her own eyes the very Son of God before it was revealed to those around her many years later. Anna stepped in. Then there's Priscilla, who is mentioned in the New Testament seven times. She becomes a leading lady when she and her husband come along song Paul to support and encourage him and also has a home church or a life group. She stepped in. She stepped in. They all became leading ladies because they simply said yes. They said yes. So how do we do this? Well, firstly, it starts with a God awakening. These women of the Bible simply had their hearts awakened to God. And when their hearts were awakened to God, it awakened purpose. Because that is what God does. He always gives purpose. And from that purpose, dreams just happened. I don't think Esther, when she was little, thought, I'm going to be the queen. But it happened. Because she stepped in. God awakened a purpose, and all of a sudden, this dream starts to unfold. Bigger than she probably ever would have imagined would have happened. God starts with awakening, breathes purpose, and fulfills dreams. That is how God works. And God has a purpose in you. And some of you be asking, what is my purpose? I don't even know what that is. I just want to give you a little clue. You're doing it already, and you probably don't even know it. When I was young, I loved to encourage. I remember even in high school, going around the cafeteria and seeing who was sitting by themselves and how I could just talk to them and tell them how awesome they were and get to know them and encourage their lives. This was my passion. I thought everyone did that. I thought it was normal. <laughs> Guess not. But you know, as the years went by, I realized that's actually my purpose. My purpose, obviously, is to love God with all my heart, soul, and mind. But my living out purpose of where I'm to be intentional, my passion is to encourage and inspire people to know that they're seen, loved, and have a destiny with God. And so when I was a teenager, I was doing it and not realizing it. You are doing your purpose and maybe have never really defined what that is. So I want you to know you have a purpose it's not some big secret. It's not something you have to really think about. If you actually write down all the things that you do that bring you deep joy and life, you're on track to discovering your purpose. And as we move in that purpose, dreams take place. And I'm not talking about temporal dreams. They're wonderful. They're dreams of, I'd love to have a cottage one day. I'd love to open a business. I'd love to take that dream vacation. I have financial plans and dreams. Those are wonderful things, but they're temporal. Women, we are not staying here. This is not our home. Yes, those are wonderful things, and I am not downplaying that. It's important to have those dreams too. That's wonderful. Those are, bring a lot of life in life and a lot of joy. But that is not the primary focus our primary focus is living with eternal dreams in mind, eternal purposes in mind. And I love that it says in Matthew 6.33, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. Yes. It's not the other way around. God, I'm going to pursue everything I want to do temporal and I thank you that you're just going to take care of everything eternal for me. No. Seek first my kingdom. Seek first my purposes. Seek first what I'm asking you to do spiritually with your life, and I will take care of the rest for you. It's not the other way around. So when I'm living out my purpose, my purpose is not to be a worship leader. 
My purpose is not just to be a pastor. God uses those stages. God uses those roles. But my purpose is to encourage and inspire and to edify people. And so when I'm worship leading, that's what I'm doing. When I'm pastoring, that's my heart behind it. When I'm sitting with my daughters, oh God, thank you for the grace. I am giving that same encouragement. No, they're easy. They're amazing. I had to make sure that's clear. No, but really, because I'll get that car ride. Mom. So with that, you know, that's the grace. When I am walking through a grocery store, Lord, who here do you have a word for that I can just say, hey, just want to tell you something. That is the purpose. Sometimes we get mixed up in our roles and our purpose. And when those roles change, we are set off. We don't know what to do. We are disoriented. And I've experienced that, transitions. I've experienced that. And when I laid hold of this is my purpose, God, this is what you're asking me to do. It doesn't matter what stage that's in. It doesn't matter what that looks like. It doesn't matter if it's when I'm a mom, I'm a pastor, I'm a friend. This is my purpose going in and through my veins and is creating dreams. And dreams that are just growing and growing and growing in different capacities. And I love that. And some of these dreams and some of your dreams might be crazy. Like Pastor Lori said last night, they may call you crazy. But that is exactly what we need to do is to dream, allow God to move us to those dreams. We want to be intentional with our purpose. Women, if each one of us took the time to define what we feel our purpose is and we were intentional to do one step of that a day, what a difference would we make? You are a powerful army. And I think the enemy likes us to be sleepy, but this is an awakening. Because when women wake up, watch out. Yes. As you take these steps in your purpose, no matter how as hard or discouraging, they may be exciting, they may feel ordinary, know that God is working in and through your life and God is making a difference whether you see it or not. You just keep being intentional. Perhaps today you've lived in the shadows and you're safe in hiding. And it could be because you've experienced a lot of hurt and a lot of pain, and it's just safe in the shadows. I am praying right now that God awakens in you a boldness to go there again and to trust again and to reach out again. Ask God to allow you to open up your heart to be healed in a fresh way because God wants to shape your purpose and he wants to awaken you. No woman left behind. No woman left behind. I may be living in the fullness of my purpose, but if you're not, I need to look beside me, behind me, like, let's go. We're all in this. No woman left behind. And that should be our heart, that we look around our circle of women. If we see them struggling, it's like, I need, we need each other. We are stronger together. For you have a God purpose, and perhaps you're afraid. You may have clarity in your God purpose, but it feels really uncomfortable. You start to step out in that God-purpose dream and are uncertain where it will take you. And this is how you know you're reading the right script. This is how you know. You can feel afraid sometimes because it's out of your comfort zone, making you feel very uncomfortable, and it's not always predictable. You're reading the right script because it's impossible to please God without faith. So he brings us on journeys of faith so that we rely on God. He uses us in our insufficiencies, the greatest. 
Because when we feel sufficient in something, we're just operating of our own strength. But as soon as we feel insufficient or we recognize, I can't do this. I am not enough on my own unless you come. Fill this place, God. Then he's glorified and he moves powerfully. Amen. Secondly, put one foot in front of the other, even if people say you're crazy. Take the step towards those dreams that God has birthed through your purpose. A small step is still a step. And I want you, ladies, to know when this opportunity came to preach this morning, there might have been a million reasons. Well, there was a million reasons. I could have said, no way. This is going to be way too much this weekend. But there is no room for excuses when it comes to stepping into our purpose. No room for for excuses when it comes to stepping into our purpose. If there's anything we're going to say no to, this is not it. If you're ever going to say no to something, do not say no to something that is a part of your purpose. You say yes and yes and yes and yes, even though it stretches you and grows you, when it has to do with living out your purpose, you say yes. And as we say yes, we grow. And as we say yes, we're stretched. And as we say yes, the capacity in us is enlarged so God makes more room. That's exactly what it's about. I can say no to a lot of things, but this stuff, we say yes. And so women in your life, what is that? What is that for you today that perhaps, I love that Lori used that expression last night, putting the snooze. Where are you putting that snooze on that you're like, no, no, later. Later, later. And this is not dependent on circumstances. It's not dependent on if only, if when. This is your time to step in. Stop talking about it. Put feet to it. We love to talk about a lot of things. But let's put feet and start with a step. Start with a step. Thirdly, ladies, you were never meant to live small. Never meant to live small. God has made you enough because he is enough. God has made you brave because he is brave. God has made you bold because he is bold. And God has made you worthy because he is worthy and you are his daughter. You are his daughter. You are enough because he is enough. And refusing to live small is also surrounding yourself with women and mentors that are stepping into the spotlight of God that you see and you're inspired by, who will call you higher, who will lean in, who will go there with you, won't let you hide in the shadows, and won't let you off the hook, that will not let you settle for just the temporal, but will push you towards your God purposes and will encourage you as dreams unfold and blossom and bloom. You are sufficient because he is sufficient. He has given us all that we need. He is sufficient. So why should we step into our spotlight? Why should we be the leading ladies? What's at stake if we don't, really? You might say, who am I? Like, what's, what do I have to lose? What's really at stake if I don't really take those big steps? We have a generation watching. There is a generation, I'm going to speak specifically about women. There is a generation of women watching us and depending on us. 
and it's our responsibility to model how we do this. It's our responsibility to model how we do this. Bravery isn't measured by success, and that's what we're going to show them. It's not measured by success. It's measured by faith. Bravery requires trust, and it means we're just willing to go and do it. And that is a responsibility we hold, is to show them we're going to go there. We're going to do it. We're going to stretch. We're not just going to say the words, but we're going to do it. When God puts a purpose in our heart, we're going to be ruthless with it. There's an urgency because you are living a story and every day is going by. We are expiring. I heard someone say that the other day and I was like, it's so true. But I want to live every day to the max because this is all I've got. This is the only story I have to live. Your story is the only story you have to live that God has written for you. And women, seize it. Be ruthless with it. Show the women behind us that we are going for it. God has never seen women small. In the Bible, he first revealed that he was coming to earth with a woman. He revealed he rose from the dead first to a woman. Women have changed generation after generation. We are great influencers. Women, you are not small. And I'm not talking about stages of life as far as someone doing something grandiose on a stage and someone doing it in different aspects of our life. I'm not talking about the world measures as success or as being brave or as being powerful women and living small. I'm talking about God big, of living fully in God. What I'm doing today and what you're doing today is ex it's the same to God. It's about obedience. God's asking us to be obedient. It doesn't matter what it looks like. It does not matter if it's calling that person for a coffee and it's me preaching today. It's the same to God. It's about obedience. Women, we have women watching us. And we don't want to live small and stay in fear because time is going. Your moments are laid out that God already has for you, but you have to seize it. You have to seize it. And I believe you are seizing it. And that's why you're here. Because you're like, I want that. God, we want that. We want to seize it and help us. So a question I have for you today, a couple questions. Are you reading the right script? Are you reading your script? Are you reading the lies of the enemy script? Or can you say, God, as much as I am imperfect, I have laid hold of your script, and this is what my heart is to lead, be the leading lady in the script you wrote for me, that I'm seizing this. I'm living it. I'm rising up. I'm stepping into it. What purpose is he awakening in you? I encourage you to journal that down. What purpose is he awakening in you? If you don't know what your purpose is, please ask some women around you that love Jesus, that know you, that have been in contact, like walked in relationship with you, to help you define what that is. And three, what is your next step towards this God purpose? What is that step today? How are you going to live intentionally with that purpose? What does it look like in your family, in your marriage, in your workplace, in your friendships? What does that look like in your church, in your community, 
live intentionally as a woman of purpose to be the leading lady of your own life. I can't live your part. You have a part to play. And I need you. I need you. All of us women need you. And the women behind you need you. You need to be the leading lady of your role because so much is at stake if you don't. There is only one script for you that God has for you. There is a script for you, and that's to live in peace and love and purpose and destiny and redemption. Now, God can change every single piece of our life, but right now, women, may you feel that now moment to be like, God, I am seizing that script. I am laying hold of it, and I'm rising as a woman of destiny, a woman of purpose to allow you to dream in and through my life, to expand my life beyond what I could even think or imagine, because that's how big and great God is. That is what he can do. Amen. Amen. So today, I'm embracing my spotlight. I fail forward many times. I'm imperfect. But I keep wanting to jump into the spotlight of God's presence. I keep wanting to step into the spotlight because I want to be a leading lady of my life. I want to walk what God wants me to walk with intention and purpose. Women, over here is your spotlight. This is your spotlight to step into in God's presence. This is your moment. This is your life. You need to shut off fear, shut off insecurity and shame and bitterness and unforgiveness and regret and timidity and unworthiness and doubt. You need to shed them off. God is going to use every broken part and every scar, so shed them off now and allow them to go into the merciful hands of God. He's got you way more than you have yourself. He has you. He holds you. No one else can be you. No one else has the lead for your life, and no one else can have the rights to that but Jesus. He wrote it. He's the director. Rise up, women. I encourage you, and those that are rising up, thank you for rising up. Thank you for being an inspiration. Thank you for being, I look at the generation ahead of me that have risen up. I'm like, thank you, Lord, that I have women to look to. Let's be those women that are coming behind us. That they have someone to look to to say, yes. So women, grab the script. Step into the spotlight of God and be the leading lady of your life. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for listening to the Awakening Moments podcast today. Like or subscribe to our podcast and share it with your friends. Follow us on Instagram at Lori Boucher and Rhonda.Corto. May you be awakened to the moments that matter the most.